Hey IDP Army, ever think about making your own podcast? Let me tell you about Anchor. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. And you can make some money with your podcast too, with no minimum listenership. It's got everything that you need to make a podcast all in one place. So what are you waiting for, IDP Army? Download the free Anchor app and go to anchor.fm to get started today. Week 8 game previews for offensive points. Welcome, possums. We're going to have some fun tonight. We are previewing the Week 8 games. We're going to get you some players to put in for your championships and kind of tell you how we think it's going to go. Now, update on Swiftwatch. You guys should have drafted him. So I'm just going to leave it at that. Just the truth. I love it. That was the truth. I don't know why y'all didn't listen to me. If you did, kudos to you. But anyway, how you boys doing? Doing good. Can we, for just a second, can we just talk about how hilariously bad we are at best ball, by the way? Oh, yeah, um, we got to talk about that. Speak for yourself. I am actually not doing that bad. I lost to Billy Powell by like three points two weeks ago. and Or no, I beat him. I, I lost to Joe. Which fucked me up. What do you y'all like? Have, y'all have two? one win. No, I have three wins. You guys have one. One in six, baby. And your one was against me, Joe. So fuck off. Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure my. Up. I'm pretty sure my one was against. Joe I show too. up when it matters, bro. No, well, I, uh, I anyway, some, I we just some... need to talk about how bad we are versus how good the other people in this league. But are. the good thing is, the people who are winning are our our followers and listeners. So it's not like randos. They that had an unfair advantage on us, really. Yeah, nubs. Undefeated, seven and yeah. And then uh, Jarwinism also it would have been well they they played each other last week so they he lost to Nub so he's six and one yeah no those two are uh, looking really great good for you I'll be back I'll see you guys in the playoffs. Well, here's so, the thing if if we do this next year we're expanding the bench spots. Um, yeah, we would have had more bench spots this year, but I didn't know if we would have all ten people or, or twelve people for an entire forty round draft. Like so, I just didn't want to. Yeah, that's the problem is because there's so there was so much available even at the end of that draft, and it yeah, was just like kind of sucks. Looking back, I've lost a few people, unfortunately. R.I.P. I wish I had a, a a screen for that so I could show the following soldiers that I had. Yeah, very bad. I'm gonna be completely honest with you guys. I just kind of wing everything I do, um, and, and I really didn't think you possums were gonna be much of a challenge at all. And then uh, it turns yeah. out that you guys are fucking awesome. So I thought you were hacks, and you guys are great. So kudos to you. Okay, so I, are, awesome. are we the hacks? <laughs> I'm totally kidding. Yeah, we're, we're absolutely the hacks, dude. I am not. I'm going to make the playoffs, and I'm going to win the whole league. Still, you guys are fun. <clears throat> oh, dude, don't, don't let me in with you. I can win out. <laughs> we'll be good. Well, I thought my Herbert Swift stack was going to pay dividends, but it hasn't yet. We'll get there, one day at a time. Guys, I'm kidding. I didn't think you were hacks. Anyway, Nubs, congratulations for being in first place. That's awesome. Jarwinisms, you two. Uh, Ryan Tex is in third. Tyler. Is it Jarwinism or is it Jarwin's? I've always, I've always, Jarwinism. I've always read it as Jarwinism. Yeah, it's Jarwinism. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't read well either. So, and then our boy from overseas, OZ's in fifth. So, well, Tyler's from overseas. I do like Oz. He's a good dude. Yeah, we like I like, like all we like everybody in our league. It's all good. I love the the conversations throughout the week. I usually get to like three days later because I never get those notifications for some reason, and then all of a sudden I'm like, oh yeah, fuck pits. Except for Jordan. Sorry, bud. Yeah, we. Yeah, fuck you, Jordan. We, we kind of <laughs> like him. No, guys, I gotta apologize for not being more active on the chat. Every time I open up the app for that league, I can open my other sleeper leagues, but for that league, it crashes. And I've updated it. I've done everything I can. I cannot look at that league. I have to ask Josh what my team has been doing. So it's bad. Yeah. No, but no, bueno. sorry for not being communicative. Um, Luckily, you don't have to set the lineup. So that's good. You just yeah, have to let your team really be bad all on its own. Hey, I'll give you a, I'll, I'll let you look at it on Sundays and then you can just talk some shit for a little bit. Be like, hey, this is your boy Joe. I suck. Uh, my team sucks. Uh, I don't know what Joe says, you know. I don't know okay. why you to Boston, but you know. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Speaking well, of Boston, Boston, let's let's go. Let's go let's, to Boston. Let's get to the game previews. Um, two teams on by Raiders and Ravens. Bateman's. Pretty significant names in there. Um, 
Hopefully you picked up a tight end replacement. We're all Waller and Andrews both out. So let's get I, to it. I'm really excited to see this is off topic because I don't have Cincinnati, but I'm really excited to see the people who start Uzama and he puts up two points this week. Like it's it's gonna happen too. It's definitely hit or miss, but well, since I already did the Boston accent, can I go ahead and start and yeah, go ahead. Go to, go to Boston. Um so the Chargers are taking on New England. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Chargers are taking on New England, and uh, Bill Belichick. No, you should new, keep doing the accent. Bill Belichick's new strategy is just shove all the running backs down the opposing team's throat, and uh, and then have Mac Jones throw every once in a while. Uh, but the Chargers are the third worst run defense, which bodes well for this strategy. And the Chargers, on the other hand, are coming off an embarrassing loss to the Ravens in Week Five, and have a chance to come back. Week five, maybe week six. I don't know. Sorry, maybe I wrote that wrong. Uh, but the Patriots' defense is middle tier, so they're kind of defense, kind of decent against everything. Uh, so I expect Herbert to struggle a bit here, but at at, all, at the same time, he'll find a, elite, a great openings for his elite stars. So uh, my start here is Brandon Bolden, the new James White. Uh, he is getting catches when they were literally up by twenty points. So imagine if they were losing. Uh, this man would have had 15 catches and may just do that this week, especially if the Chargers show up. So I think this is going to be a tight game, high-scoring game. I think Bolden's going to have that chance. I think that's what they were doing as they were testing him, seeing how he could do. Or Belichick could decide to use another running back because he hates all of us. So uh, stay stay, uh, stay tuned for that one. We'll see. Uh, my sit here is Jared Cook. Uh, the Pats defense is pretty good, So like I said, and Cook could break one, but I would not bank on it. Uh, he gets his looks, but you never know when they're coming. And unless you have no tight end, there are better options out there. Hopefully you went and grabbed the uh, two-point Uzama that's going to happen out of free agency um, or just another tight end. There's a lot of weird tight ends this year that like weird sneaky starts. starts. Uh, so your best case scenario is 40, point, 40 yards and a touchdown with them, which is good, but just not likely to happen. So, And my stop is Belichick. Just Pick a fucking running back, dude. I don't care who it is. It could be Damian Harris. It could be Ramondre Stevenson. But, like, you're killing us with this fantasy running back rotation. Stevenson was inactive for no reason. Uh, J.J. Taylor got involved last game. Bolden caught eight passes, and they're up by 20. And I I just – I don't get it. Like, obviously, this game was basically just a practice round for them. But Harris owners have to be pissed expecting that three-touchdown game because they deserve it. I mean, fortunately, I won a game because that didn't happen. But – uh, just give Harris the normal workload. He looks good. I mean, he can't catch that great, but he's not bad either. So give it, give it to Harris. Put Bolden in there. Stop with this whole weird rotation of five running backs. I agree. You don't think Harris can catch? I think Harris can catch. I said he's not like he's not James White. You know what I mean? just don't use him that way either. Yeah, yeah, I'm throw the ball in him. That'd be really cool for me. I personally, I, agree. I traded Damian Harris for Chase Edmonds, and I'm happy with that trade still. Nice. Okay. Well, I'll go next. I'll take Cleveland-Pittsburgh. Wow. So, yeah, so Pittsburgh coming off a bye. Cleveland is just trying to survive at this point. Just barely there. Baker, yeah. Baker back in. Chubb supposedly back in is baker Um, officially back in he's practicing with the ones it's trending in the direction that baker's gonna play is that a good thing or not with tj watt sitting on the other side i don't know we'll find out his shoulders will find out yeah (laughs) for sure his left shoulder is not he said he did say after because he got to sit out for the thursday night game 10 he had all that rest and he said that his shoulder is feeling better so i'm gonna go ahead and just hope that that's the case uh, so start all Pittsburgh players. Um, I'm confident if you start anybody, even Najee Harris, uh, running, running wise, it's not going to be great, but with the pass catching involved too, he's going to be able to get his through the air because pass catching running backs have been eating the Cleveland Browns alive because without the Joker there, all they have is Anthony Walker. So it's been easy to get through the middle of the field from that spot and then start Chubb if you got him. I don't think you have a choice at this point. You're going to have to throw him back in there. I I would love for them to just say, hey, Dearness Johnson's going to play this week, and you just roll him back out there and just try it. But if Chubb's alive, you got to play him. Uh, my sit for this game, I don't really have a good one, but in case Baker Mayfield doesn't play, do not play Case Keenum in this game. It's not a good fill-in. I'm sure in a super flex league, you could start Mickey Blanco for all I care. But I don't think Case don't Keenum – 
I would start Mickey Blanco over Case Keenum this week for sure. Don't do either. I mean, hopefully that's not the option, but you know, who knows? Injuries, all sorts of stuff happening. And then my the stop is quarterback just, league. <laughs> yeah, my stop is just stop using Odell Beckham Jr. It's over. <clears throat> I'm not. I'm not sure if he's got it anymore, and he's probably going to have to go to another team to prove it. But he's just not doing it anymore he's not it's not he's not doing the fun odell thing that he did in new york and aside from gadget plays that should not be used for odell beckham he's just really not useful so my stop is just stop odell yeah it would help if the ball was actually thrown to him I think that would help. It doesn't even matter if he's thrown to him. He drops it. Like they use him on third down or third down. He's, he's he so drops used to it going over his head. Like, As an Odell Beckham Jr. owner, I agree with Billy. Let's get him off the team. Put him on a new no. team. Maybe. Just give him a new start. That's fine. It's fine to get for him to get a new start. Put him on a different team. It's fine. No problemo. All, All right. right, Joe, what you got, man? Guys, Sunday at noon, um, the 49ers are taking on the Teddy Bears at Soldier Field in Chicago. So we're going to go to Chicago where the Bulls are undefeated. So that's something to think about. The over-under on this game is 39.5. Key injuries we have to look out for. Nothing really updated. Um, We have Kittle and Monty not playing. Cleo Mack might not play, so that's good news for the 49ers. So in this one, we have two struggling franchises marching into Soldier Field to battle it out. San Francisco just got embarrassed on national television by the Colts, and the Teddy Bears refuse to get any better. They just keep trying the same shit. Square peg, round hole, you know. Uh, Nick Bosa and company will make Fields' day absolutely miserable. He just holds on to the ball way too long. Our line sucks. You can't do that. It's just a mess. So, in my eyes, this is a Mitchell and uh, Herbert game. So, start them if you got them. I do think Debo makes some big plays, and Mooney should get some answers on the other side. Uh, that's a really deep flex play though, Mooney, everyone else you start, everyone that I haven't mentioned, you do not start. Um, Chris Tabor will take over, uh, head coaching with Nagy and COVID protocol. So it'll be interesting to see if the bears try anything different this week. Um, but I think it's just gonna be a pretty shitty game, honestly. So start the guys I said and sit the rest of the guys. Uh, so my stop is how is not one of these teams good? I really don't understand it. I mean, the talent on these teams is good. I just don't understand how they can't compete. It's pretty obnoxious. Kyle Shanahan's a fraud. There I said. Yeah. <clears throat> I I don't know. I'm hoping that that's a good game because I own some players in that game. But I'm I, picking San Francisco here. But honestly, it's a complete toss. Well, you're starting right. Debo though, right? I mean, yeah, Debo. So Debo has Herbert Mitchell and yet, Debo. So I'm not worried I about would, Debo. I would monitor that. Yeah. Herbert Mitchell and Debo are the guys. You're if saying. any of those people say out next to their name, don't play them because we're recording this on Wednesday. Just <laughs> Good point. Yeah. I would say if if Debo doesn't practice until like Friday, I would still be like, eh. all right. Yeah. Well, since everybody now, else is, oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Interesting thing, real quick, is Jamichael Hasty clearly is their pass catching back. Not that I expect the Bears to make this a game at all, but if it happens to be a game, Hasty could get some numbers out there. I think he had six targets. On Monday, or yeah. whenever they played, and he came back from injury, so we're not yeah. sure what the role is going to be there. Trey Sermon looks to be just completely gone at this point. He's there projected is. zero points this week. I think that's a good projection for him. Not even like zero point one or anything. nothing. Not, not, zero. not a point, and that is to me is crazy. I always like how the fantasy sites like hedge their bets or like yeah, zero point yeah. three. Well, sometimes they'll put me at like 1.6 or something just in case they get like one catch out of the backfield, but no, they don't have him projected at a point. That's awesome. So let's get into what might be the most competitive game of Sunday football. Philadelphia Eagles versus Detroit. It's going to be... See, the thing is, is like, I think this is going to be a great game. Like, I think it's actually going to be like a competitive game, unfortunately. It shouldn't Uh, be. So no, it shouldn't be. But you know the Eagles are playing bad when by Tuesday of the game of game week, there are already articles being written about how the 0-7 Lions could upset them, basically. So <laughs> the worst part about this is they're probably right. The Lions absolutely could. The Lions have played way better than their record obviously shows. 
Detroit has played really well the last few weeks and has unfortunately fallen short to some bad luck and mediocre quarterback play. So uh, it's tough to say who's going to win this game. I'm not going to call it. My dad actually texted me before this podcast started and said, I'll bet you 50 bucks on the Lions. And he's a Lions fan. So the fact that he's putting money on his team. So the Lions are cursed. So, I mean, we'll probably have a fourth quarter comeback, but we'll see. Uh, my start here is all the running backs, and I mean all of them. So let's face it, you're starting Swift, Hawkinson, Hurts, and Goddard already. Like, you know, you're already doing that. You can start Devonta Smith if you want. Um, he's been dropping balls like New Year's Eve, so I'm I'm, I'm out on that one. But <laughs> this game in particular, all these running backs are getting work, especially if Sanders is out, which is looking like he will be. Gainwell and Boston Scott will work. Either of them could end up with more yards and will honestly most likely catch a fair amount as well. Swift, obviously, but even Jamal Williams, who's going to get involved in games like this, could just shred one for 50 yards. We can't stop shit back there. So I'm just saying, start them all. If you had to sit one, it's Boston Scott's, but Boston Scott, but he did outsnap Gainwell 7-5 after Miles Sanders left, mainly because Gainwell fumbled, but I think also just in general. So my sit here is Keyleaf Raymond. Uh, it was Quintez Cephas before he got injured. We thought it would be the sun god, St. Brown. Um, it, it isn't, it's Khalif Raymond. He's the dude there. And even with the, without buys and stuff, he's worth that. He's worth a flex consideration most weeks. At least I'm not excited for him in this particular matchup because the Eagles have actually been decent against wide receivers. And he proved last week, uh, it, he proved last week that against the Rams secondary, he can still be good. So I get, if you want to start him, but I, I, I just, I'm not excited. Slay is going to be all over him. And I don't think Khalif Raymond could take on slay. Also, it's a slay revenge game. So he's going to end up with the pick. So uh, my stop is Eagles. Stop losing. That's my stop. <laughs> and also the Lions for that matter, but but not this week, preferably. Fair, fair enough. <laughs> Your poor Eagles. I don't have any stops for them because we already know what they need to do. They need to run the ball. They need to, uh, yeah, this whole thing. Gosh, it's I'll true. do a fireball bet on this game. We've kind of. Uh... All right. Well, I'm thinking about taking on the $50 bet for my dad because either he burns one of the jerseys I bought him or um, I win 50 bucks or I give him 50 bucks for the I prob- 50 bucks that I probably owe him. So, I mean, really, is it really a loss? So, if your dad loses, he has to not only pay you $50, but he has to burn a $100 jersey? No, he just always does that. Thanksgiving. Uh, a couple <laughs> years back, he burned. Uh, I bought him. Uh, it was someone's Stewart. I don't even know who it was because his name's Stewart. So, I bought it for him. This was a long time ago, probably like nice. six, seven years ago. Burned that on Thanksgiving. My mom was like, oh, God damn it. I was like, mom, what do you expect? It's fucking Lions. And then yeah. I, I bought him a Calvin Johnson jersey, which because, you know, Calvin Johnson's the shit. And they lost on Thanksgiving. And I saw his temper player. And I was like, I swear to God, if you burn yeah, that. Yeah, don't I'm, tell me you burnt the No, he didn't. he didn't. Oh, didn't. thank God. But I was like, give give that to me if you're going to burn it. Because I'd rather <laughs> yeah, own seriously. that. I love me some Calvin Johnson. Want me some leaks. Megatron. Oh, the Bears play the Lions on Thanksgiving. And I'm very excited about that. You should come over to my house for Thanksgiving, Joe. Okay, what you cooking? Turkey. Okay. Fuck does it? What? Fair <laughs> I mean, if in his defense, I think the sides are what you want to know if you're coming over. Stuff yeah. mac the and cheese, is, mashed potatoes. The turkey's like man, beans, that's... greens, potatoes, tomatoes. No. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, on to one of the more compelling matchups of the weekend. Just kidding. LA Rams versus the Houston Texans down on NRG stadium down there in the trap game, Houston. I'm just kidding. You say trap game. However, Houston is on fire right now, right before the trade deadline. They've already traded Mark Ingram. Me and Joe think Brandon cooks might be on the way out, which by the way, that's my start for this game would be Brandon cooks. Tyrod Taylor's back. Brandon Such cooks has been, Taylor. has been eaten. And the uh, LA secondary is pretty good, but not great. And with Ramsey not shadowing as much, I he won't be on Cooks the entire game. So I feel confident in Brandon Cooks being able to do whatever he wants to do. My sit for this game was going to be the Houston running backs. It's still the Houston running backs because <laughs> without knowing who's going to actually play, I am not sending either of those guys out there against Aaron Donald. It's not going to happen. Not for me anyway. Um, and my stop, I kind of covered this in the first part, but in case you're only listening to this one, my stop is Zach Cunningham. So there's much better options on that Houston defense, um, that you should roll out. Greenard has been a revelation this year. If you haven't picked him up yet, I'm sure somebody has, and he has been eating, uh, Christian Kirksey has been doing some things. There's, there's plenty of good options on that defense. Um, 
that have actually been putting up good points. Zach Cunningham is not one of them. If you haven't already figured that out because he's on your team and he got benched. So LA should probably win this game easily, but I don't know. Arizona kind of slept walked through the first uh, quarter last week. So who knows? That's all I got. All right. So pick one. That'd be a great upset. It really would be, but it won't happen. But pick one real quick. Just fun little IDP moment here. Uh, Fred Warner against uh, Chicago. Um, Isaiah Simmons against who? San Francisco. Oh, Green Bay. No. no, no, no. Arizona. Yeah, sorry, yeah, I said San Francisco. Bay. My bad. I was red no, team, you're, right? You're right. Arizona versus Green Bay, or Isaiah Simmons versus Green Bay, or Alex Singleton against the Lions. If you had to pick one linebacker, who would you pick? Simmons. I was going to say Simmons until I the mean, problem is, the running back is going to go. No, he's not. This is not the Warner game, but running the ball. That's what they're going to keep running the ball. Like they yeah, always give 20 carries. He's so going to be like covering commit and shit. Like, I don't. And it's also tackles because commit's going to get seven, eight targets. So that would be the only reason I would start. I like Simmons, Warner. man. I like Simmons too. All right, well, go pick him up because I dropped him in Sheba. So here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I picked it. I picked up Fred Warner. I was doing some. Derwin James was sitting there and fucked Jamal Adams. I was like, oh, well, I would yeah. say if they did have Devontae Adams and did have Allen. Well, I don't even know if they did. If even if they did have Allen Lazard, I just think there's going to be a lot more opportunities for tackling Aaron Jones. And so that's I fair. Just... That's fair. I didn't really think about that at all. But <clears> I, I wanted Fred Warner because nine tackles a game. That's three points in that league. So that's true. Yeah. All right. Anyway, sorry. Right, on, to, on to football. All right, guys, I don't know why I didn't lead with this one, but uh, on Thursday night, Green Bay is going to pack themselves into a plane and fly down to Phoenix, Arizona, where they're going to take on the Arizona Cardinals at State Farm Stadium. Vegas is expecting a huge game here. It's at 50 and a half. It opened at 53, so the Devontae Adams news dropped it down two and a half points, which makes zero sense to me. But anyway, moving on. The key injuries to this game, Devonta Adams likely to not play. Alan Lazard is out. So is J.J. Watt. And DeAndre Hopkins is questionable for this contest. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, Green Bay will do what it does and does to run the ball. I mean, Aaron Jones is going to get back to his winning ways. A.J. Dillon is a really sneaky GPP play uh, for Daly. Uh, on the Arizona side of it, pick a running back. Um I think this is a Chase Edmonds game because I do think it's going to be high scoring. Uh, but uh, James Conner is always known to sneak one in, and so has Kyler Murray. So Arizona has been number one against the tight ends this year. So Tanyan, although he is a popular pickup this week, I don't see it. I'd, I would not feel comfortable starting Tanyan in this spot. We don't, but I had to do it. That's fine. You got to <laughs> do it, man. Kyler is going to move the ball against the green – Green Bay is injured defense. Um, and if Hopkins plays, he will get his. Uh, I think Ertz will be featured. I think he loves the tight end now. He's just going to keep throwing to him. Um, the sheer number of wide receivers that Arizona employs, I don't feel comfortable starting any of them. But my safe start of the week is Aaron Jones. My risky start of the week is Christian Kirk. Um, I think. Arizona is going to have to put up some points in this one. They're probably going to have to do it quickly. And I think Kirk gives them the best opportunity to do that. So we're going to sit Robert Tanyan and Arizona. Will you just stop with the wide receivers and tight ends and running backs and shit, and just pick a couple of them that you go to the majority of the time. Like it's, it's really getting obnoxious at this point. So, yeah, I, I didn't know this until you said it, but, um, I, can I go ahead and pick the winner of this game? I'd put so much money on it. Packers. Green Bay Packers. They are at State Farm Stadium. No, I didn't even think about that. Oh, my God. I was like, what, <laughs> is that a real thing? And I typed it in. I was like, is he just fucking around? I can't even tell. Oh, my God. Uh, Packers are fucking going to win this game just because it's State Farm Stadium. M- Rodgers is going to do some stupid shit, throw for like seven touchdowns, and Kyler Murray is going to be like scrambling around, getting 7,000 yards. Like, what the fuck do I do? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it'd be an entertaining game. I would oh, love it. If Adams I, agree. Played. I agree. Yeah, it'd be a lot more exciting if Adams was playing, or even honestly, Lazard. Lazard's had some pretty good weeks lately. Yep. Yeah, sorry for not starting with that one. Yeah. Eh. No, I didn't even think about it until you said it. I was like, wait, what? Is that a real thing? <laughs> um, <laughs> am I up? Okay. I wasn't mm-hmm. sure. Dog fights. And now on to Atlanta. No, I'm just kidding. Do I have Atlanta? <laughs> no. Damn it. Ah. Would have been great. All right, sorry, that's terrible. I'm sorry. Anyway, um, now on to uh, the Derrick Henry. 
Derek, Tennessee Titans uh, and Indianapolis uh, Colts game. Um, So statistically speaking, Tennessee does not look good. Uh, But good news for them, Derek Henry is a god, so they're fine. Uh, Indy is actually one of the best run defenses, but against Henry, it doesn't really matter once again. Um, I'd I'd temper expectations. You're probably not getting 60 from him this week, which uh, honestly could happen at any point in time. Uh, but Tannehill did find a fair share of AJ Brown and Julio in week seven and Indy's corners have been a bit soft. So I'm excited. I'm expecting a little bit of that this week. Um, and I am going to assume that these two decent defenses allow a lot of points. Uh, what seems to have found a rhythm and even look good in the pouring rain in San Francisco. So my start in here is going to be Michael Pittman. Um, I hope at this point you've already been starting him, but he is definitely Wentz's favorite non running back target. And especially if Hilton's out again, he is likely to reach a hundred yard mark. So even if Hilton plays, I think you still play Pittman. Um, he's bound to at least get you 10 points. I think that's a really safe flex or wide receiver two, especially if you're sitting in a situation like I have in a couple leagues. My sit here is Julio Jones. And this is mainly because there's not a lot of people you can really sit in this game. And I'm saying this and he'll probably go off and have his season best. But so far, Julio has been nothing but inconsistent and injured. So I wouldn't bank my game or season, depending on what your record is, for the oft-injured uh, Julio Jones. Um, I just feel like there should be better options at this point. I think you want to see a week from him. If he if he puts up 20 on your bench, I think you're happy with that because you want to see it first. My stop here is stop telling Derrick Henry he can't do something. Derrick Henry can win MVP. Derrick Henry can shatter NFL records. Derrick Henry can even throw touchdown passes. Uh, I just feel like the only thing that can stop this man is six players. Uh, you know, you got to stack that box and which opens up AJ Brown and defenses can't do that. So Henry is going for pretty much a hundred in every remaining game this year. And I don't think there's anyone that's really going to be able to stop him. I mean, even if Tampa Bay sold out and stopped him and stacked the box with their uh, front seven, they still got AJ Brown to worry about. So I think he has 70 more rushes and 300 more yards than the next guy below him. So just expect him as MVP this year. I feel like that's what it is. This is actually a really fun game, to be honest with you. Oh, it's going to be a great game, yeah. honestly. Indy's played really well. Carson Wentz actually looks like a quarterback again. Uh, their running backs look great. Derrick Henry looks great. A.J. Brown's great. Their defenses are both kind of okay. Yeah. No, I'm I'm pretty excited for this one. So um, Titans defense-ish. Good-ish. Well, they looked good against KC. I don't. They, I, you know they I mean? did look good against KC. I I don't know how it's working like that, but I don't know. That was a weird it game because KC kind of stopped Derrick Henry, and you know it was it was just a weird game all the way around. It was weird. It's one of those games where I don't know if we can fully take what happened as the true story, but we'll see. I mean, there are outliers in the NFL in general, or in yeah, life. that game. That game feels like one, but well, again, we'll see uh, if it might improve itself. All right. Well, we are going to hop on the party bus with our boy Urban Meyer and grind on down to Seattle. These two dog shit teams. Seattle is not good with Geno Smith, and that's just the way of the road right now. Jacksonville also not very good right now with Trevor Lawrence. There's one bright spot and it's James Robinson. But for the week this week, I'm going to go with Marvin Jones as my start. Um, so naturally Seattle's defense uh, is horrible against the pass. So Marvin Jones should be able to eat. Although it's kind of difficult to understand who's actually going to be good on that team because it could be that Agnew guy could be, I mean, this could be the LaVisca Chenault game. Could be Marvin Jones. Could, could be, be the one tight of their end. seven tight ends. Sorry. You just never know who Trevor Lawrence is going to key in on. Um, but I'm hoping it's Marvin Jones. It seems like the most natural fit. I'm really hoping Jacksonville trades for a wide receiver this week. Um, so that way they can move LaVisca Chenault back into the uh, slot where he belongs and not put him out on the outside as much. But we'll see. Not my decision. Uh, my sit for this game is the Seattle running backs. Don't trust Alex Collins. It's going to be tough. And then Penny is Penny. I mean, he, he is who he is. He, he was not very inspiring last week. And when Collins was kind of banged up, came in, to, didn't really do much. So my sit for this game is the Seattle running backs because I don't think that's how you're going to beat Jacksonville. I think you're going to beat them through the air. 
Um, and my stop is just stop trusting Seattle until Russell Wilson comes back. He's on IR. I think this is a lost season. The problem is they don't have a first round pick. It currently is in New York with the Jets. So I'm not really sure what they're going to do. <laughs> it's kind of a disaster in Seattle right now. This is not what they traded for Jamal Adams for, who has been a disaster and all on his own this week or this year so far. So yeah. Seattle, I I think our preview, we kind of said this was coming for you all. I, I hoped for better, but so far, not good. I I want this to be the LaVisca Chenault game so bad. And I don't we understand do. why it's not. With DJ Shark, like, honestly, so everyone had Chenault so high in the league or in the draft. And Shark looked great. And he was the dude there. And then Shark got injured. And now it's even news that he's out for the season, which I already thought he was. I was kind of shocked that that was a thing. And then Chenault, like, you think automatically gets catapulted into something higher. And he's getting targeted like four or five times a game. And I mean, he's doing stuff with it, which is the worst part. So he's getting the target or not getting the targets, but he's still doing stuff with it. And it's like, give him like five more. Problem is he's a slot receiver and they're playing him on the outside. They played Agnew in the slot last week and Agnew was catching all these balls. And I'm like, but your slot receiver is on the outside. So why not just put Agnew on the outside and put your actual starting slot receiver in the slot where he belongs. But it's our buddy. Our buddy does not seem to understand how football works sometimes. So. Do you think Allen Robinson would just retire if he got traded back to Jacksonville? Yes, he one hundred percent. There's no shot that he would play another down if he got traded back to Jacksonville. <laughs> just hang up the cleats. I am excited. I really hope Allen Robinson gets from traded. one rookie to another. That would be the worst possible scenario for him. Yeah, Rob. yeah, that would be. I got more faith in Lawrence right now, though. That's great. yeah, I do too, but. That's just not a good season down there either. Do you think hypothetically they'd do better if Minshew was starting right now? Yes. I, I, actually, good, I actually do believe that. That's Minshew wasn't afraid to take shots is the thing. Lawrence seems to want to go with the safety valve every time and it doesn't right. work. Well, the thing is, I think Urban's telling him to do that. Damn it. Did not mean to say it. being told to do that by the coach and that's why he's doing that but he should just let it rip marvin jones looks like a stud when they throw it to him in the end zone he catches like a 30 yard bomb and it's like hello that that could be you but you're playing like whatever they only seem to throw those deep balls when they're like in desperate need yeah and, and they're and desperate. that works it's the, the weirdest thing i know it's, you know it's weird how that works right all right joe how about it all right guys we're gonna go up to metlife stadium but while we're doing that, we're going to turn the lights off. We're going to put on the vinyl record player and get some Elton John going because it's Cincy and the Jets. Cincy and the Jets. All right, go. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Whiskey, so Cincinnati <laughs> continues their road win. Their road streak, and they are going to slaughter the Jets. Uh, Mickey Blanco is going to be trying to slow down that freight train, and uh, the Jets will be playing catch up the majority of the time. So I don't know. I think it's going to be a big mixing game, and I think Michael Carter can have a seven, eight catch kind of game. So he's a good, uh, he's a good bye week stash. You know, if you got your guys out that way. Uh, but Michael Carter should be in flex consideration there. Uh, Jets pass catchers. I mean. Going from Zach Wilson to, to Mickey Blanco to Flacco, whoever it may be, it's it's a lateral move. I mean, none of them are good. So I guess we don't really downgrade him at all. But uh, he did throw a touchdown to Corey Davis last week. Um, did he hit Elijah Moore or was that Zach Wilson? I think it was him. I think it, it was, was him. Yeah, old, so old Elijah Moore Mickey. could have some some good uh, appeal there. But anyway, I think uh, Jamar Chase gets his, obviously. I mean, he's the talk of the freaking town. But watch out for T. Higgins. He had 15 targets last week, and the Bengals are clearly trying to get him going. So I think he's a really good tournament play in DFS. Should be low ownership. Um, I mean, 15 targets is freaking ridiculous. He didn't do much with them, but I don't think the Jets are going to stop that at all. But uh, I'm going to start Higgins and Carter this week. Um, I'm going to sit Crowder and uh, – yeah, stop. Nothing. I'm just really happy to see Cincinnati being good. It's kind of cool. It's been a long time coming. Yeah. It is weird. I feel bad for Carson Palmer. 
because like they didn't do this with him. No. Yeah. I mean, did he give them? Teams were okay. TJ was it TJ Hushmanzada and Hushmanzada and AJ Johnson. Well, I don't know if they they had AJ Green at the end of his career. There. Um, Yeah, it wasn't the same. But I really hope our boy Mickey Blanco can come out there firing. Yeah, and I hope he gets to. uh, Flacco, I do hope Flacco can find his way on the field, but I just really want to see Mickey Blanco take off. Poor yeah. Joe Flacco. If Mickey Blanco like beats the Bengals, and, like <laughs> they're like, like Flacco and Mickey Blanco, man, that just sounds yeah, like yeah. the. Flacco. Sounds By like the way, I'm glad that we up, we have upgraded his name because Mike White is such a boring ass name. Oh yeah, if you guys yes. haven't noticed, Mike White, we're not going to say it. It's not Mike right. White is a fucking accountant at your dad's firm <laughs> who, you know, forgets whatever his Gross. meal was for the fucking Christmas hey, party. As a man with a very common name, Mickey Blanco is a way better nickname. So. Oh, that's perfect. Mickey Blanco sounds like, uh, you know, that guy's doing things. Should we call so. you Joshy Hallway? <laughs> that was a nickname of mine because I used to wear an Elway jersey. Not Joshy part, but the Hallway <laughs> part. But uh, anyway, um, fun fact. We're going to go into a good game, but fantasy-wise, this is really boring. Or at least for start, sit, stop, this is really boring. Uh, both teams are coming off a bye. Both teams have had two weeks to prepare for each other. You had Dallas, Minnesota. This is the fantasy football game to watch if you own any of these players, and chances are you do, and chances are you're missing them last week. Um, so fire them all up because you don't get matchups like this often. I feel like this game is easy for start and sits. That's why it's kind of boring for me. So you start everyone. Uh, Elliot, CD, Cooper, Schultz, Thielen, Cook, Jefferson, Dak, Cousins. If you want, I'm I'm not about it, but you can. All the stars, you're starting them. You can't you can't really sit any of them. You don't have the choice. I mean, if you do, good for you. I would start Dirty all of Westbrook. Them. Yeah, well, that's what I was. Gonna, that's my sit is sit everyone else. Like, uh, <laughs> and I I didn't name DD Westbrook because I didn't even know they were on either of these teams. So um, you're sitting Osborne. You can try to get cute if you want. Conklin, Madison, Pollard, Wilson. Um, what shit Wilson, you should probably just drop at this point because, uh, Gallup's back. So don't, you could keep him if you want. I don't care. Uh, you could try to play Osborne Pollard maybe if you want, but Pollard would be the one only other player really worth starting here. In my opinion, otherwise you're just kind of waiting for that Osborne breakout, which could happen at any time. I get it. Uh, there's gonna be a lot of points to go around, but there's other nine people are going to hog that. And I wouldn't want the scraps of those players. So, um, my stops, my stop though. So obviously you're starting your stars, you're sitting the, the knots. Um, but my stop here is, and I don't know if I've said this before. So stop with the Cowboys, Super Bowl hopefuls, like whatever, or really just any team, but especially the Cowboys, but like just in general, like Super Bowl hopefuls because they have five wins. Nobody's a Super Bowl hopeful. Like everyone's a Super Bowl hopeful. Like everyone wants to win the Super Bowl. Everyone has a chance to win the Super Bowl, except for maybe the Jets. And the Lions is probably the Eagles, but uh, the and the Bears and a lot of other teams. But anyway, I mean, technically, anyone could still win the Super Bowl at this point. So I'm just saying, this whole Super Bowl hopeful week five thing is so stupid. And that's mentioned the Cowboys always hope for the Super Bowl and they always choke in the wild card. Um, they'll probably do that again against someone silly, probably like this exact matchup, the Vikings. So they're a great team, and any Cowboys fan should know at this point. Even if you win the rest of the game is right now, you're going to, you're going to lose in the first round of the playoffs and you're just going to have to get over it. Wow. Okay. I just heard. Too Imagine much that this. an Eagles fan going off. And this isn't even Cowboys. an Eagles fan thing. This is the, everybody, yeah, hates, the Cowboys. everybody low, hates the Cowboys. It's Everyone low, watches yeah. them lose week one. But the whole, my main point here is the so-and-so is a Super Bowl hopeful. And I'm like, everyone hopes for this. It's the dumbest fucking saying in the book. Like the Super Bowl hopefuls were going to bowl. Just because your team's not one does not mean that it's not something other teams like to hear. I'm sorry. We won the Super Bowl before or most more recently than the team I was talking about, the team you're a fan of or kind of a fan of. And okay, but are you, are you all Super Bowl hopefuls this year? Yeah, we're always hoping for the Super Bowl. That's, That's my point. This is a stupid small miss. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Well, enough of the Philadelphia Eagles, if that's who we were just talking about. Uh, on to Monday Night Football. 
It's a uh, it's a good one this week, guys. It's uh, Kansas City versus the Giants. Honestly, yeah. I think this is going to be a great game. Mm, excited. Um, so my start for this game is whatever healthy Giants wide receiver there is. We don't know who it's going to be. Could be Tony. Tony's a good play this week if he's healthy. Uh, Shepard. Never know. Galladay still could be Galladay. Could be Galladay. You never know. Slayton is technically healthy, so if he's the only one, I'd the, uh, we'll start him. Yeah, um, might have to throw John Ross out there. Who knows? You no, know, I don't do uh, that. who knows? Who knows? Well, Kansas City's defense is so bad that I just like whatever. Throw him out there. I don't really care. Um, start all of your KC players. Obviously, there's there's no reason to stop, and they just keep losing players on defense as Jabril Peppers just hit the IR this week. Um, my sit for this game, probably Barkley. Um, there's a less than 50% chance that he plays. I'd say even if he is good to go, I'd probably not start him because the way the giants in these injuries keep going, I don't think he's lasting more than a couple of plays to be honest with you. And that's just, that's a gambling man talking there. But if, 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 if he's out and Booker is good is in, then you could probably start Booker because KC's defense is ass, so you're, you're, you'd be fine. But Barkley, I, uh, I'd give him another week. I don't think this is this is the week to start him. And then my stop is, can we stop with the Giants injuries? God damn, these guys, they can't catch a break. The whole entire team is hurt at this point. Hell, I, I feel like I'm partially hurt just talking about them. Like, I'm going to catch some kind of injury just being associated with the game preview, I think shouldn't I'm going to that. You should have you do said. have a Halloween party coming up. So honestly, like I'm waiting for something bad to happen. It's you know Be on safe. Halloween. I'm, shoes exactly, in the house. I'm gonna fucking wear bubble wrap the entire night just so I don't get hurt. I knocked on wood for you. I really hey, that's good. That's a good good call. I needed to always do that. have a wooden desk. So KC should win this. If the Giants win this, KC is in fucking trouble, bro. That that oof, not good. No. <clears throat> Josh, you sound like that desk is like some high quality wood. Is that it's uh it's oak? Oh yeah, it's uh, actually maple. Oh, is it oak uh, or is it maple? Is oak it and maple mixed together. It's a blend. Yeah, it's oak. It's oak. <laughs> it's oak. I have it's no fucking desk. idea. We bought this from a fucking auction. It was like eighty bucks, and it's it's a nice <laughs> desk. I mean, I'll, I'll give you the tour if you want. Nice oak table. It's a nice little. Uh, oh, it's a nice wood, man. That's a nice little moat. Yeah, when, when you tapped on that, I was like, God damn. Yeah. That's a percussion. It's table. not, it's a very it's, tappable table. It's none of that plasterboard <laughs> bullshit you get nowadays from Ikea. Well, that's yeah. good. <laughs> All right, Joe, have at it. All right, guys, we're going to go to Orchard Park and watch Buffalo, the home team, take on the Dolphins. It's going to be rainy. It's going to be cold. And the over-under for this game is 49. So should be a pretty high-scoring affair. Last time these teams met, it was 35-0 in Buffalo's favor. So I expect Miami to put up a little bit more fight in this one. Uh, last time they played, there was not a whole lot of offense on either team, um, aside from the Bills scoring touchdowns. That was about it. This time, Waddle's more involved. Gasecki's more involved. I think it's going to be a much better game here. On the Bills' side, I do expect them to put on a show for the home team. They have to get Stephon Diggs going. If they want this to be... A Super Bowl season, they got to get Diggs going. They got to have that number one threat. He has yet to have his massive Stephon Diggs games. So I think this is going to be it. I think they get that going in front of the home crowd. So uh, Buffalo handles this game easily, but it should be a fairly entertaining game. I'm actually very excited for this one. Um, so I would say start Waddle. Uh, a lot of people get scared off because of Buffalo, but they can be beat and Waddle's going to be there. He's going to catch those passes. Tua actually looks pretty good delivering it to him. Um, we're going to, I would sit the running backs on each team here. I don't trust any of them at all. So completely do not start them. I'm and with the rain, man. I mean, I, with the rain, but who, man? That's you got it. Moss. I mean, Moss. Moss scored two touchdowns last time they, they played, but he had like 35 fucking yards. So it's, you know. If he doesn't get in the end zone there, he's got you nine points, which I guess is good. But, I mean, Gaskin looks good. We got Duke in town now, so I don't know what's going on there. Uh, I really want to stop the vague news surrounding this this Watson trade. Um, 
one of the things that I envisioned happening is we wake up Sunday morning. We're all excited about our rosters. They're set. We got Waddle in. We got Gusecki in. And all of a sudden, they say Tua is a healthy scratch for this game. And then we got Brissett starting against one of the best defenses in the league. And that honestly is something to think about. So I hope it doesn't happen, but they need to be straight up with us what's going on before we go into Sunday. I agree. They owe us fantasy owners. Please. By the way, most important. Do you guys remember when uh, Diggs was good? Orchard Box remembers. Yeah, ain't that the fucking truth? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I just you Diggs, know, isn't it, e- Diggs isn't even number one on his own team. There we said it. Yeah, it's wild. Um, my doesn't Emmanuel gonna... Sanders wear right. number one? Is it, was that the joke? Yes. <laughs> he does look good. Thanks, Gerald. I appreciate that. <laughs> I like yes. your whiskey jokes, man. <laughs> Uh, um anyway let's get on to <laughs> let's get on to another uh, another team that has some other shit going on uh washington they have a lot of scandals surrounding them uh but that didn't stop them from putting up a fight against green bay although that whole dive rule didn't work out for them which is just kind of a silly rule especially when you're diving into the end zone heineke like dove in and they said he was down even though no one touched him until you know he went down before whatever so they gave it a good old college try and i expect a good matchup against the broncos uh, two not so exciting teams, but they do have some stellar stars, stellar stars on their team. Uh, so the Broncos lost to the Cleveland backups last week and are looking to redeem themselves. So I, as a slide to like that three and four after winning three straight. So uh, my start here, I'm I'm excited. He's back, Mr. Jerry Judy. Uh, now there is a chance that he's limited in his return. So I'll, I, you know. Be careful, but I have to imagine them telling him, telling us he's going to play on Tuesday means that he's fully healthy at this point, and they were just being safe on the pup list situation. IR, yada, yada, yada. Uh, now, this is going to take a hit to the other players, but I think believe Fant and Sutton are still playable. I think you just got to temper expectations. Uh, honestly, Fant has been slightly disappointed, uh, disappointing while Judy is out, uh, but he is in line for decent days. He's going to have his matchups, and he's going to have this. Uh, so that brings you to my sit, which another Denver Bronco. Uh, Mr. Tim Patrick, RIP, you are a great role player and we thoroughly appreciate you and I will salute you as well. I hope uh, the best for you um, and I hope you go to a new team because honestly, someone that actually values you. I would love you on the Eagles, just personally. Uh, very Greg Ward-esque. Um, so Sutton was out and now while Judy was out, he's been a great role player. So we'll see. he'll still catch a few and he still has that red zone, red zone presence, but you can't start him. Um most likely this is the end of Tim Patrick fantasy wise. And so before I go on to my stop, I want to apologize about not talking about the football team. They're going through some shit right now. They're dealing with some shit. You don't need me to tell you to play McLaurin and Gibson though. And I'm not going to tell you to sit seals Jones or McKissick uh, or also the ex battle Hawk Heineke. He's looked great. If you need him. Is if- Gibson an automatic start? I, I, I'm not going to tell you to sit him is what I'm saying. I, okay. I, I, I'm, you don't need me to tell you to play him. You don't need me to tell you to sit him. You're not going to, I mean, you're going to do what you're going to do. I'm not going to say sit Gibson. He's battling a shin injury. And I, like I said, that's why I put McKissick in there. Cause like, if you want to start McKissick, start McKissick. I started him last week. He got me like 10 points. I'm happy with it. Um, so yeah. And I just want to reiterate the ex battle Hawk Heineke has looked phenomenal. Billy kind of interrupted me there. XFL. Appreciate you. Uh, hopefully, Kaka brothers will be back. Anyway, and on to my stop. So my stop is Denver. Just go ahead and take the training wheels off, and I'm going to kick this over to my buddy Joe. I appreciate it, man. So <clears throat> take the training wheels off of Javante Williams here. I get it. Melvin Gordon's the veteran. Vic Fangio loves the veteran. He played him 59% of the snaps on Thursday night. You know what Melvin Gordon returned to him? Eight rushes for 18 yards at 2.2 yards per carry. He had three targets, two receptions for 14 yards. He did score a touchdown. Okay? So we've already established Cleveland has a good run defense. They do get beat through the air. But Javante Williams received four carries. He took those for 20 yards at five yards a carry. And then he had seven targets, six receptions for 32 yards and a touchdown. That's 5.3 yards per catch on this one. He only played 41% of the snaps. So at 41% of the snaps, he mustered 52 yards and a touchdown. At 59% of the snaps, 
Melvin Gordon mustered 32 yards and a touchdown. It is obvious to anyone who watches this game, anyone with two eyes, can see that Javante Williams is the better running back. He is ready for a large share of the work. Give it to him. You will be a better football team because of it. Kicking it back over to you, Josh. So I'm, I'm glad that you, you've touched on some stats that I didn't have because you told me you gathered some stats. So I did as well. And over his last 30 carries, which is the last four games, which is just sad that that's, that's like seven carries a game, have gone for 182 yards. That's 30 carries for 182 yards. That's over six yards per carry. And he continues to get a lowly nine on nine per game, basically. So just give him 20 in one game. Just see what happens. Like it takes time to get in a groove and it doesn't even appear he needs to be in a groove and he's still explosive. So I just, I feel like he continues to do it over and over. And like, maybe just give him like the start, the first quarter, like three drives, just let him get nine carries in those first three drives and see what happens. See what happens for your team. You're not doing that great. You're losing. You lost four straight. Like you're not feeling that great right now. Like this is the time to be like, Hey, Let's see if we can like throw Javante in there. See if he's ready. Obviously you still got Gordon, like might as well still use him. I'm not saying don't mm-hmm. use him, but like make it more of a 60 40 split instead of the opposite way. All right. Anyway, that's, that's my, I mean, I that's my rant on Javante. It's very I sad. I agree completely. Free Javante. Free Javante. Hashtag free Javante. Okay. On to the last game on my list. And that is new Orleans versus Tampa Bay. Theoretically, this should be a really good matchup. However, New Orleans is putrid. I cannot figure out why this team and Jameis Winston cannot figure it out. I mean, I know that the wide receivers are below average, and I get it. But they shouldn't be this bad. So my start for this game is obviously Kamara. Duh, like, come on. But all the Tampa Bay wide receivers Another obvious one because there really is no special name for me to throw out there because the the matchup just doesn't really call for it. Um, Antonio Brown might be back this week. He's still listed as out, so we'll see if he ends up back or not. I'm not sure yet. Antonio Brown is still on crutches, so he is. So that yeah. makes me think maybe not. But they have used him. They have said he is doubtful yes. as of right now. So Darian said. Out. Hopefully, but back by the bye, but possibly longer. We'll see. And then I don't know who Marshawn Lattimore is going to cover for the whole game. He let up that one catch to DK Metcalf last week for that 84-yard touchdown, and then he did not let up another big play the entire game. So whoever Marshawn Lattimore is covering, typically not going to have a good game. But as DK Metcalf proved, one play might be all it takes for you. Um. My sit for this game is kind of a weird one, but it's actually Leonard Fournette. Saints have been really good against the run this year, and I would say if if you don't have a better option, you probably are going to have to play Leonard Fournette, but if you do, if he was like your flex play and you're deciding between him and somebody else, I'd probably lean towards the somebody else in this situation just for this one week. Um he, Saying that, he'll probably fall into the end zone for a touchdown, and I'll look stupid but at the same time he's not going to get yards your best case scenario is him running from like two or three yards out um and my stop for this is just stop new york's new orleans wide receivers so just off the top of my head because i didn't do any research just kidding i did new orleans only had four catches last week from wide receivers um the majority there was obviously 10 from kamara and there was six from the tight ends Wide receivers just aren't – they just can't get on the same page as, as Winston. And I don't know if everybody saw Winston and Traquan Smith going at it on the sidelines. It's phenomenal. It doesn't seem to be getting any better. Like, I don't know. I kind of am curious what that conversation was because Jameis Winston's facial expressions were just extraordinary, <laughs> whatever Traquan Smith was saying to them. But until Michael Thomas comes back, if he ever comes back at this point, I don't honestly think he will, but who knows? If he does, maybe you can start playing some people again because they'll start spreading things out. But for the time being, no to New Orleans wide receivers. So I have – you have a stop still? My stop was, your stop? No, my receivers. stop was okay. New Orleans wide receivers. So I have two things to say, actually. Um, okay. 
bring it on. Well, I'll I'll do one first. Um, I think that that DK Metcalf touchdown was a fluke. That was it a, was it that was. was a Vikings the the Minnesota Mir- Minneapolis miracle was what it was. That was it, nothing it was but 100%. a fluke. You never get that shit on Marshawn. It wasn't was even a good. It wasn't even a good play. It just happened to like all of a sudden everyone ran into each other and just like Metcalf sprinting down the sideline like he's fast. Yep. And obviously, I'm not taking away his athleticism. It was a fluke, and Marshawn Lattimore does not let shit like that happen to him. So the fact that it did happen should let you know. Oh, he was so how, mad too. You how fluky it was. Yeah, and then obviously nothing else happened the rest of the game. He so caught I mean, one more ball for like I don't even think he caught. I don't think it was for yardage. Even I think it, it was just a catch. No, it was some yards, but it was like four or something, and then. My second one is a little bit conspiracy-like. So uh, personally, I just, do you think, so Michael Thomas is technically returned, could return right now. Yeah. Do you think that he's going to return just to be traded? Sorry, had to do it. It's possible. Uh, There's no way he wants to be on that team. There's no way. And it's kind of weird because you'd think you'd want to play with Jameis, but he did the whole Scotty. Really, nobody else does. Weird Scotty Pippen situation where he took a, took too long to get his surgery, and Peyton has nothing but negative things to say about his whole situation. I don't know what his plan is, but he's wasting his entire career because of it. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's definitely a very uh, Le'Veon Bell situation right now. Yep. Um, but could I could be Antonio Brown. Who knows? I don't think he's as crazy as Antonio Brown. I don't think he was. As well, I don't think so Antonio. either. But at the same time, maybe he's trying to do that kind of situation with his career. But I just feel like trade deadlines in a week. He's about to. He could technically come back right now. Like they're saying he's weeks away or whatever. But I feel like they're saying that because they don't want to trade him. By the way, by the way, we we need to come back to this eventually. Antonio Brown was right about the Steelers. By the way, he said that Juju was not a good replacement for him and that they were going to be a disaster after he left on offense. Yeah. Kind of happened. Kind of happened, happened exactly how he said it was going to happen. I feel, yeah. I feel like that's the problem with uh, Tomlin and stuff. There's a lot of reports about him losing the locker room, yada, yada, yada. And that's why he keeps getting asked if uh, he's going to be a college coach next because they're basically <laughs> saying you're going to get fired. That's insane. He's not going to be a coach. I coach. will love for him to be the Bears coach. <laughs> for now. Can we do we call it the Jameis Winston revenge game? I just want to throw that out there. Could. Yeah. Possible. The Crab Cakes revenge game extraordinary. Crab legs. He squirrel crab legs. I'm calling him Crab Cakes. He's got like squirrel cheeks. He looks like cakes. Yeah, he does nice probably like some cakes. Yeah. And Traquan uh, Smith, okay, man, really just. Fuck. Okay, right, really? You want to see dick pics? You're saying Jamie's has got a nice butt, man? Fuck. He said crab cool. cakes. That's, yeah. you know. Jamie's in the nice butt. All right. <laughs> we're going to go down to Hotlanta where the Falcons and the Panthers are playing. Over-under in this game is 46. It's in a dome, so we do not have to worry about any weather. I expect this to be one of those nasty, grungy, close games where – Nothing's really exciting, but your players put up a lot of points in them. So Darnold is starting to look more and more like a trash can every day. Welcome to Trashville, buddy. Uh, The early season success is failing for Carolina, and without McCaffrey, they look to be in a lot of trouble. Um, On the other side, Atlanta's offense seems to be getting it together, so they're actually starting to click now. I expect big games for Pitts, DJ Moore, and Patterson. Now, Calvin Ridley is historically awesome against the Panthers, so I'm praying for a big game. It has got to happen, right? So I'm starting Ridley with confidence. I am sitting Mike Davis, and we are stopping Mike Davis because he doesn't do shit. Who wants a fireball bet on Pitts over under 100 yards? Call it 80. 90, and that's a deal. 86. 88. 87. 89. 87, you got a bet. I'll take 88. 87.5. 87 and six catches. 87 and five catches. <laughs> this is riveting. I don't even know. Bring it on. Down. Let's go. All right. 87 and five catches. Bill, write it down. 87, five catches. But he has to have both of those. Yeah. On the dot, are you? Being no, he have, he's got the over. I got the under. Okay. Wait. So if he doesn't have either, what if he has one and not the other? Do we both take a fireball shot? 
Yeah, yeah really clear this up. Technically, no, because you have to have both for it to be to hit. Because you need okay. the over on okay. both. I'm cool. I'm cool with that. Or the under on both. I think. I like it. Well, the, like the Panthers that. haven't. The given yards up more are than, the point. I feel like. The, the, yeah, the Panthers haven't given up more than seventy yards to a tight end, and they will this week. Well, it's because you're not playing a tight end, Josh. You're playing a fucking wide receiver. Okay, when Kyle Pitts is the best tight end in the world, <laughs> I'm going to draft him in the fourth round. He's a receiver, not a tight end. Okay. We'll see. We'll see in the next four weeks. <laughs> it's fine. If they keep playing him in the same position, I'm fine. I mean, he, it's he's him been on playing one side. He's been playing this whole time. It's fine. He has not been. They brined him up in the, as a tight end the first like three or four weeks. All right, guys, I got to get out of here because I don't have any more. I don't have any more negativity to spread on Kyle Pitts. I was just trying to tell y'all that he wasn't worth a fourth round pick. That's all I'm trying to tell y'all. I've been trying to tell y'all. You thought Jamar Chase wasn't a sixth round either. So no, I never said that. Actually, I said (laughs) what I had happened. What had happened was, was when he didn't know what the white lines were on the football or the white lines weren't on the football, that scared me off of him. And it was after drafts. Anyway, I had already not drafted him. Fair enough. So, all right, Joe, get us out of here. All right, guys, it's been a pleasure riding with you. Uh, we are going to watch some football this Sunday. We are going to eat some candy because it's Halloween also. So have a fun-filled weekend with the family. Watch some pigskin, eat some good food, and we will see you here next week at Offensive Points Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Offensive Points. Follow us on TikTok at IDP Army and get on the Discord and talk some shit with us. Thanks, guys. Good night.